I used to watch all these stupid shows as a kid, and like I knew they would scare me, but I'd still watch them, and then I couldn't sleep. You're right. It's it's no wonder why you're you're so messed up now. It is. This is what gave me social anxiety. <laughs> Our favorite part of the movie or show Are the credits at the start and the end The songs are like a long-lost friend Credits score Where credits get the credit they're due We are back in action We are? We... Gary... What are we doing? Where am <laughs> I? We, Gary, we're recording a pot. Are we are we still in the twilight zone? <laughs> Gary, we were so far from the twilight zone. That was ages ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But we're still getting spooky with it, right? We're still getting spooky with it. This is still credit scare. Credit. Ooh. It's still credit score and team. Ooh, even scarier. And it's credit score. Indeed. I am Max Miller, but for a spooky season, I am known as Axe Killer. And I am Gary Dudak, a.k.a. Scary Budak, a.k.a. Midnight Society Gary. Which, until we start talking about uh, today's episode, the show that we're doing, it makes no sense. So let's not talk about that show just yet. Um, and let's keep your name being completely useless and meaningless. It's completely random. My name is Midnight Society Gary. It means nothing. I just pulled it out of the thin air. That's it. Okay? That's all it is. What's happening? How's the spooky season been treating you? Oh, it's been pretty spooky. I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of back pain. Uh, I got an ingrown toenail. Ugh. That's just I mean, you want it spooky. This is what's this is what's terrifying in my life. Life with Gary is spooky. Very much so. But no, everything's good. Everything's just fine. I got no complaints about anything. I mean, I have a lot of them, but uh, I'm starting a separate spinoff podcast, actually, of just my complaints mm-hmm. called Gare's Gripes. So I'm going to launch that. I can't wait for that one. Gare's Gripes. Griping with Gare. It's just you chugging from cans of, of what are you drinking? Truly? I've been on a Truly kick. Uh, this is oh, Raz- That's right. You drink that. In our Twilight Zone episode. But that was I was drinking a blueberry acai. This is raspberry lime. Ugh. Uh I kinda like the the blueberry one better actually. So Yeah, that sounds awful, raspberry lime. I don't know, it's not that bad. Ugh. Listen, I'm trying to get truly to sponsor us, okay? So you need to <laughs> cut the doing out. a great job by <laughs> promoting them for free repeatedly. <laughs> and saying like, yeah, it's pretty good, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Still- and me going, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Stealing alcohol in the house, it'll it'll do, I guess. But anyways, how how are you doing? You staying spooky? I'm staying spooky. You know what? I'm keeping to um, just watching a lot of horror stuff and not watching the horror in the real world. Instead, like I'm watching fictional Good. horror, and that's uh, feels a lot safer these days. What's the scariest movie that you've seen in recent memory? I can think of, there's like a select few. I don't know, but like like recent recently or just like in gen like, just, in, just in general that that stuck with you that really that really freaked you out i for some reason i very much remember having seen paranormal activity in the theater okay and coming, and coming home and it was dark yes and yes. i lived i lived alone and <laughs> i was terrified i had all the lights on and i finally decided like I can't go to sleep so I called some friends and I convinced them to like go out drinking with me and stay up with me all night drinking. 
okay, because I was yeah. not going to go to sleep. I was terrified. I, I remember that movie freaked me out quite a bit too. Um, in college, I was terrified of the ring. To the point, oh, yeah. to the point that where, like, I, if I was like going back to like my dorm, and I was like a little scared. So, should we get into today's episode? Yes, tell, yes. Tell the folks at home, why your name is Midnight Society, Gary? Well, I, you know what? I'm actually going to let you explain what we're doing because this is a you pick, and I actually am not very familiar with the show. To be to oh, be quite really? honest, yeah, okay. I because I, I think I mentioned it before. I was not a Nickelodeon kid at all. I didn't have cable growing up. So I had like the basic just Fox, NBC, CBS shows or channels, I mean. And uh, I didn't I, I only saw this show when I was like sleeping over at a friend's house or something. And I don't think I really saw probably more than maybe 10 episodes that I in my whole life. I think there's like what, in the 90, 94 episodes of the show. Uh-huh. It, it was in the early 90s, mid 90s. So you probably are way more familiar with it than me, but I did look it up and I remembered that there was a Gary character on it. So obviously the coolest, the coolest kid on the show. No I want to remember he was like, a, he's like a nerdy guy, right? So yeah. But like, but like really respected and like the best friend and like the coolest one, pretty much a nerdy in a good way, but nerdy, nerdy, like, uh, just like nerdy, but nerdy, nerdy, like would probably grow up to be really cool and successful kind of guy, you know, really, really handsome probably too. Probably not. From what I remember, yeah, I don't. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, this this is a, this is an axe killer pick. This is an axe killer pick. We were deciding TV shows and movies and what we were going to do. We're doing a few TV shows this year for spooky season instead, just because like there were so many good picks. This was a show that I watched as a kid from the second it was on to whenever it was off the air. I know it like came back and I didn't watch it, but the, the, that original, it was such a big deal for those of us that had Nickelodeon. I'm sorry that you did not have it. My, my, my wife, friend, but... my wife, my wife did Sarah. <laughs> Sarah said she was a fan of, are you, of the show? Are you afraid of the dark? It was, the, it, it, it creeped me out as a kid. And, but I would still watch them. I'd watch them alone and like late and I would scare the shit out of myself. They'd always be so creepy, but I'd still watch them. I can I can tell by the by these opening credits that we're going to do. Opening credits, <laughs> we're going to go we're going to go through them. I had to close my eyes every time I watched the opening <laughs> credits as a kid. They creep me out so much. Well, well done, well done. So if I rem- if I if my research is correct, this was a Canadian show, right? Yeah, that got picked up by Nickelodeon like a year after it became popular. On uh, so we're sticking with the anthology series. Uh, theme here this year so far we did twilight zone now we're doing are you afraid of the dark and yeah so it was early 90s and then canadian tv series so do they just do they just do things a little creepier in canada because like this is pretty scary this intro that we're about to do um i don't know i'm not familiar with how the i, I thought they do things nicer in canada I mean, don't we have a canadian fan right we do allison vivian yeah i, I want to know i want to know this is a shout out to allison if canadian uh children's shows are are scarier in general than in the u.s in the u.s that's what i want to know yeah just just let gary know that he really he can't sleep at night (laughs) yeah i need to know i need to know why these opening credits are so scary (laughs) he can't sleep at night it has nothing to do with the fact that his daughter talks to ghosts oh god it's just (laughs) you really you really uh created a monster with that one he spoke it into existence she's been she's been Freaking me out. No, I'm just kidding. She's still, <laughs> she's still a sweet little angel. Still a sweetie pie. It's not her that I'm concerned about. It's me? 
Well, yes, definitely. And, and, the, and, and the demons. The demon is the, the, is, spir- the spirits. Yeah, yeah. The and, malevolent, and, the and the, myster- the mysterious, to- the mysterious toy she got from a, a gypsy on the street. That I, <laughs> the the witch's claw, or whatever she calls it, or the whatever, twisted claw. <laughs> the monkeys, the monkeys, monkeys paw. claw. Yeah, monkeys monkeys paw. paw. There we go. Well, this show had a twisted claw that was based on the monkey's paw. There uh, wasn't. I think the twisted claw is like one of them that I remember actually. So I think the twisted claw. So, so what we said is, yeah, it's an anthology episode, and this group, the Midnight Society, is a group of people that kids that get around a campfire and tell ghost stories to each other. You know, actually, I'm, did we even say the name of the show yet? Oh, I, did we? I don't know. We're so good at podcasting. I, I know this is we we're just we're fucking pros at this. Uh, you go ahead. Are you afraid of the dark? Well, yes, I am, Max. But uh, no, that's the, the name of the show, Gary. The name of the, the name of the show is the Dairy. Is the show. That's the name of the show, Dairy. Oh, Midnight Midnight Society, Dairy. Oh God, I would rather I would rather be having a conversation with a demon. What what this this improv? Who's on first? Isn't <laughs> isn't working for you? <laughs> yes. Are you afraid of the dark? Is the show that we're doing? In case we hadn't said it, I can't remember if we have. I've had too many trulies tonight, but yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming we did not. <laughs> but if we did, I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> these kids tell these ghost stories. So every b- episode begins and ends with them telling the story and then like reacting to it. And then the you know middle portion is the story itself. So every every episode is different, a different tale. Here's my question for you. Do these uh, credits that we're about to do, do they happen right away? Or is there like a cold open? Where... No, I think I think it's right away. Okay, that's why it. I hate them because they like they almost come out of nowhere. Gotcha. So yeah, because you're like switching over from one show, and then all of a sudden it's like scary ass show coming on next. And I, I think it was on SNCC. What was SNCC? SNCC was Saturday Night Nickelodeon. Ah, okay. So it was kind of like it was. It was kind. Of, it was perfect for me because this started airing in like we said ninety one on Nickelodeon. Yep. Yep. I was nine. Yeah. yeah. I, I was around the age where you stopped kind of like watching like kiddie stuff. Right, and right. Nick was Snick was like kind of geared to like kids who would watch cartoons and stuff like that. And now we're like kind of like needed something a little more adult. Got it, got it. So it was, kids- yeah, Saturday night, they had those like, they had like a sketch show for kids and it, it was, it was like a good lineup. It actually sounds pretty damn fun. Like thinking yeah. about, thinking about that age, Saturday nights were just like, Friday night, Saturday night was like the best. You're just fucking watch TV and just fucking have some pizza and some soda and just fucking get wild and watch uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was my life. That sounds great. That's exactly what my life was like with, with the pizza and everything. I'm trying to remember what I would watch on a Saturday night. What what my snick was. It's probably just movies, I guess. Probably uh, probably some probably some porn. Like porn an old, old VHS of like your uh, roller skating party? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would pop in an old VHS of, of my... <laughs> Of my uh, previous parties, you're like Clark, Clark Griswold in the attic. <laughs> Ray Charles music playing, <laughs> getting wistful. Um, should we get into these credits? I think we should. Yeah, we should. I'm ready to get scared. I, I'm not quite ready. This these scare me a lot. It's actually getting a little late. A little late here. A little. I'm gonna turn on some more lights. <laughs> okay, go ahead because we're starting these right now. All right, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to stop it there because huh. so much happened in seven seconds. Oh, I'm already scared. God. So first of all, that music is terrifying. 
Yes. I, so I looked up the composers yeah. are Jeff Zahn and Jeff Fisher. So they must be two fucking just deranged Jeffs that are just fucking freaky as Is hell. There any, are there any Jeffs that are not deranged? <laughs> Jeff, I, I know I know a Jeff Dahmer. Yeah, the Jeff Dahmer is uh, not a good one. Not a uh-huh. not, not a not a good yeah. example. Um Jeff, any good Jeffs? Uh no, they're all terrible, I think. I think that's mm-hmm. been okay. established. Yep. So um Jeffrey Katzenberg, monster. Who's that? He's one of the DreamWorks guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that the Quibi guy? Uh, yes. Oh, that guy <laughs> fucking sucks. Monster, uh, right? Uh, yes, yes. Hey, you know what? I would love some quick bites on my phone. Some quibbies. <laughs> I want some quibbies, please. There goes our quibby uh, show contract, w- Gary. <laughs> you know what? I would turn that down. That's how much I despise quibby. He's below Dahmer on my list. <laughs> I would rather hang out with Dahmer. I'd rather, I'd rather have dinner at Dahmer's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a sick bastard. Your name should be your name should be Jeff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, so Jeff Son and Jeff Fisher made this creepy fucking music. I, so I read a funny thing about Jeff Zahn. Um, Art of the Title, a, a website we've referenced a lot on the show because they do a lot of like really good deep dives about opening title sequences. They did an interview with him and they asked him like wh- how he came up with the theme, and he was waiting for his plane and it just sort of came to him. Like he was just thinking about the show and like what it's about and like it came it came to him and he didn't have music paper on him so he just scribbled out notes on a napkin and this is what came from it. He, cri- he scribbled out musical notes that became this eerie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know. I can't even tell. I, I guess it's probably strings, right, that are making this. Or, yeah. or, is, it, or is it horns? I, I really don't know. Hey, I I'm, think it's strings. Yeah, it sounds like a violin or a cello or something. Anyway, so can you explain to me why it starts with a creepy ass canoe or a small boat in the dark? I th- okay, so yeah, let's go, go through that. So it, the first shot we get is just like a an abandoned canoe at the shoreline of a lake, maybe just in a foggy setting, and it's just kind of like tipping back and forth, like someone just got out of it, or just right. the water's moving it. It looks like it's just empty. Yeah, I think the water's moving, and like there's moonlight, obviously shining down. I, I, I don't know why that's the choice, but it's creepy. I don't well, know. Well, my question was, did they ever, did they ever go in a lake or a river to like the woods it's, or something? Um, I well, the the camp they're 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 in like a campgrounds okay. for the Midnight okay. Society, so maybe got that's it. how they got there. Okay. Or maybe it's just like a reference to like um like Camp Crystal Lake from Friday the 13th or Got something. It. Got it. You know, like I feel like one of the big horror themes that I'm learning with these anthology series cuz we you know we did the Twilight Zone which I'm watching is is isolation. And this these opening credits do a great job with like isolation, like being by yourself and like imagining like putting you in the in this setting and there's nobody else around and you're just seeing all this creepy shit. That's why it's, and then watching these shows alone, it's the worst. Right. Right. I, I want to do it. I actually kind of want to watch the show now. <laughs> I wanna, I, even though it's for kids, I want to like go back and watch some of the episodes. Well, before, since I knew we were recording this, Skyla and I went back and watched one last night and it's still like, it's very, it's, it's actually fun to go back and watch because it's so like, it's so early nineties. Right. So right. And the kids are so early nineties. It's hilarious. But it is creepy. Like there's yeah. some creepy, like just imagery, and right. And I can see why it would stick with kids and scare them at night. Yeah. So speaking of creepy imagery, the next shot of the boat, or sorry, after the boat is 
is children's swings. There's like a row of them swinging in the breeze a little bit and creaking and squeaking. Um, and so it, it must be fall because there's like leaves blowing on the ground too. Evoked Halloween, obviously. Yeah, just an abandoned playground. Terrifying. Yes. I think the only thing scarier than an abandoned playground is maybe like an abandoned old church or something. You know what I mean? Abandoned school, abandoned church, abandoned hospital, any of, any of those things are, are pretty spooky. And the fact that this, like, we see, like, that the the leaves on the ground are kind of, like, being um, blown around, so the wind could be blowing that swing, but the fact that the swings are, like, kind of moving, too, is just so creepy. And the sounds, the sounds in these, in this, these opening credits are so, like, overemphasized. It's so scary. Like, the rocking of the boat is very loud. Mm-hmm. The swings creaking are very loud. The leaves rustling on the ground are, are loud. Yep, so it's, like, heightening your senses of, uh, like, when you're scared. Every, every, every little creak sounds worse, and every little movement sounds scarier. So, what we go to from there is, it's then a shot of um, shutters on a window, kind of, like, slamming against the window in a storm, which is a very... These are also, like, very common horror tropes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that's kind of where we were. The the, the window uh, shutters hitting the pane of glass right. okay. in the rain. Let's go from there. Okay. I just want to say that I'm scared, too, because this part scares me a lot. Okay. Okay. First of all, right okay. at so we get that oh, creepy child laugh. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, like a doll or something, and yeah. You're you're lying in bed tonight, and you hear that come from Parker's room, and you know that's not Parker's laugh. What do you do? Oh God! It, honestly, I, I don't know if there's anything more chilling than that. Like then, like I could hear adults talking, or even like somebody screaming or something, and I wouldn't be as scared as that little. It, I think I have to get up, turn on all the lights, and <laughs> and start doing. Would you, start would you ask? Would you be like? Would you ask Parker if she was making that noise? <laughs> like, would you be like, "Were you laughing in here?" Depends on if she's sleeping or not. <laughs> but if I hear laughter, then I look at the monitor and she's sleeping. Then I'm instantly about ready to get the fuck out of here. So um, you know, it all just depends. But let's, like I said, this a little bit too close to bedtime to be talking about this. All right, <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, <laughs> these are some of the creepiest credits ever. By the way. They remind me very much of credits we did last year, Tales from the Crypt opening yes, credits. Yes, totally. And I wonder if they're partial, because that was another anthology series we talked about, Twilight right, Zone. Right, so... I wonder if they're partially an homage to that as well, because yeah, I know I, there's there's so many homages in this show to Twilight Zone. I, I think, yeah, you're right, because like, Are You Afraid of the Dark would start every episode with like, this story is submitted for your approval or whatever, which is yeah. something that Rod Sterling would say every now and then on the Twilight Zone, like, this is for, you know, whatever. But... Twilight, I'm sorry, uh, Tales from the Crypt came out in 89, I think. So it would have been one year before. So I, I, I really do feel like whoever created the show in Canada had to have been influenced by that Tales of the Crypt because it's so similar. It's like the, the camera going back and forth and the scary setting. Yeah, go listen to our Tales from the Crypt episode from last year. It's a good credit score season listen, and we had fun with that one. Um, just so you can kind of know what we're talking about if you want to. With that children laughter were suddenly in an attic. Yep. Yep. And we see just a, an abandoned skateboard yeah, as no big deal. Kinda, no big that's deal. That's not scary at all. Yeah. As the camera is panning, um, just through the attic. Yeah. It's just a skateboard. And that's fine. This skateboard. No big deal. Absolutely. Nothing scary is about to, and uh, then, terrify, oh, Jesus die. <laughs> terrify young Max for the rest of his life. <laughs> Traumatize him. 
send him to therapy for forever. <laughs> this, by the way, I've been, I've, I'm uh, people who follow me on social media know that I'm heavily pro therapy. Um, <laughs> this might, this image that we're coming up to right now might be the leading cause of my anxiety. <laughs> this might be the root of it. Yeah, right at the old 10, 11 second mark here. Okay, let's let's move forward. Okay. <laughs> Murphy. What did we see, Gary? Well, after we saw that very innocuous skateboard, which I was like, oh, okay, nice little break here. Um, we get the pan the camera pans to the left and we get I don't even know what I'm I'm certain this had to have been a topic of one of the episodes on of a you are you afraid of the dark it's a scary leprechaun looking I, I don't even know how to describe it uh it's like it's like a ventriloquist dummy i think yeah it's kind of clown like but yeah furrowed brow um almost looks like a like vaudeville charlie chaplin little but it's like a, but a miniature like scary looking guy doll and it's very scary I every single time I watched the show, I could make it to the credits, but I had to close my eyes when I knew this guy was coming. Uh-huh. I couldn't handle it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm preparing not to sleep tonight. Is what I'm saying. Okay, so you wake, you're sleeping in the middle of the night. You hear that laugh from your from <laughs> Parker's room. Uh, you run in there because you're scared that she's something's up. She's sitting up. <laughs> oh God. Oh, and she's God. she's looking face to face with this guy. Oh, He's sitting up too. What do you do? Uh, I grab it and I smash it to oblivion. Hopefully, <laughs> um, immediately. Gary, have you never seen a horror movie? Uh, That's not going to do anything. It doesn't it's matter. Like, remember, I do. do you remember in Twilight Zone with Talking <laughs> Tina? With how many times the man tries to do that? She always comes back, doesn't she? Yep. Well, I would burn it then, and that that would do the trick, right? That would have to. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Well, then in that case, I just try to ignore it. No big deal. That that works in horror movies too, right? Oh, hey, okay, Dal. I'll just put you off to the side over here. I think you have to move. I think you have to move. Yeah, you're right. You have to bury it and then move, I think. Have I terrified you from going to sleep tonight? I'm getting a little... I'm pretty spooked. I'm pretty (laughs) spooked. And also the lightning crashes at one point and it like shines his face. It looks like, or it's something. It lights up his face on the. Yeah, on the I mean, there's lot, there's like thunder. It's a storm outside, so right. yeah, I don't know if it's like a flash from the storm, but right. These credits are so short, but so so short, but so effective. Yes, they packed in a lot of scary imagery. Um, after the creepy doll, we see a fan blowing, which really is fine. I'm, I'm fine with the fan. That's that's no big deal. Let's take an exhaust fan, maybe, or just one of those. What kind of what kind of fan is that called? I think just a normal like just a normal uh, yeah just a normal like a uh, normal oscillating like fan. fan yeah 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 okay and then I'm not sure where you stopped but then it cuts to a door yeah I think I'd stopped it on the fan gotcha okay gotcha yeah and we start to hear like kind of like a uh, I guess like harp music like yeah right I'll go back yeah a bit. some some you're right some harp twinging like. Yep. Yeah, I think I think I'll just let it play through because it's pretty close to being done. When you see the dial too, there's like a creaking of like footsteps, like an attic, like wooden boards creaking too, which is which is also terrifying. Oh, we didn't even mention do we, the pitter patter of feet too. Oh yeah. Oh, we we're too busy to talk about the child laughing. Right. The the child laughs, but right when she's laughing, there's like a pitter patter of feet, and then it leads to the creaking and the dial and then the fan. 
Shudders. Okay. I'm Those shuddering. are the full credits. Yeah. So what happens after the fan? So after the fan, like you said, we hear kind of like the harpsichord twanging a little bit, and like, and then there's a door, and you see this door. The, by the way, also reminds me of Twilight Zone. Right. Totally. There's a white door, just a normal house door, similar to the one spinning in the Twilight Zone uh, opening, and then you see the keyhole. And then it goes kind of through it, or it just kind of cuts, and then you see a black screen with kind of a bluish, purplish, pale hand holding a match. The match lights by itself. And we see the title. Yeah, it kind of like lights up to expose a room. And then like, Are You Afraid of the Dark is in orange. On yes, the- I am. <laughs> uh, the title is backlit, or it's on the wall in the back. And then as the match burns out, it be, it goes from orange to blue. And then the hand goes away, and then a puff of smoke comes up. It's so great. By the way, there's a, the puff of smoke is at the beginning of every episode, they say when they say it's submitted for the pr- approval of the Midnight Society, they toss something into the fire that makes it like flame up. Ah, okay. And okay. I read today that apparently that substance was non-dairy creamer. So oh. if you want to do something magical with your fu- well, actually, Interesting. It's, fire, it's fire season. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. Not in California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe. Or Oregon. Yeah. Or in your, in your homes. Probably not a good idea. Uh, I should probably <laughs> yeah. should not give, reveal this information. You know what? Edit this in post. Yeah. yeah. We, don't want, we don't want anybody burning their house down uh, to submit for approval. A scary story. One thing I also want to say is that the uh, original title was Scary Tales, which was supposed to be a play on like fairy tales. Yeah. That's stupid. They, I'm so glad they changed it because these, these, it's great. It's a great title, and this like titles card screen is so cool. It, it, it really is. The color changing is is neat, and uh, I like how it kind of holds too. Like it's the whole like all the scary imagery happens in the first 15 seconds, and then like the final 10 seconds is just the match, and like you kind of watch it fade. It kind of just gives you a sense of of dread and and you know fear, and then it. It fades out. Great, sets it up well, and that's it. Those are already the opening credits to "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Short and sweet and spooky. Quick little fun fact for you before we get into our next segment. Ryan Gosling was offered a role as one of the members of the Midnight Society. No kidding. Yeah, but he had already committed to Mickey Mouse Club, so. Mm. Mm. He did not get. He did not end up being one of the members, but he did star in an episode. Oh, okay. Well, that's good for him. I'm glad he's still opportunity. Yeah. If, any, yeah. if anyone wants out there wants to watch a young Ryan Gosling uh, at work, he's in the Tale of Station 109.1. Okay. Good to know. What was that show that he wasn't he Young Hercules as well? Oh, he was. I think so. I think he was a young Hercules. He was or, Mickey Mouse, the new Mickey Mouse Club with uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. And yeah, Christina Aguilera. but I'm pretty sure he was on a like a show that my non-cable ass got to watch. You know, no, I don't like, know. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Hang on. Aha, Ryan Gosling. There he is, young Hercules indeed. Oh, okay. All right. I was right. All right. And, Good uh, job, Ryan Gosling. You know, don't ask me why I knew about that or watched it all the time. Okay, let's not. Let's just move on. Uh, it has nothing to do with the Ryan Gosling posters in your bedroom. 
<laughs> the Young Hercules one specifically. All right. <laughs> it was a television series which aired for one season in 1998 to 1999. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> you come for the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Stay for the Young Hercules fact. <laughs> I'm glad everything worked out for Ryan Dosling, you know, since he passed on this role. He, everything turned out okay for him. Yeah, could have ruined his life, but mm-hmm. he's... He's doing he's, all right. He, he's miserable right now, I can yeah. tell. He'll always yeah. be young Hercules to me, though, so... Well, especially if you're uh, staring at him on the ceiling of your bedroom. <laughs> you know what I'm, you know I'm going to do? I'm going to get a poster of the creepy doll from these credits. I'm going to put that on the on the ceiling of your bedroom when you're not there, don't know, or when you're sleeping. How are you going to get into my home while I'm sleeping? I'll figure it out. I'll figure okay. it out. Yeah. I'm going to. How are you? Wait, how are you going to get in my home and post a poster <laughs> above my bed while I'm sleeping? Like Tell I me. said, I'll figure it out. I'm very resourceful. All right. Okay. So this is where we pick our highlight and low light of right. Right. these credits. What it was your favorite moment? Uh, my favorite moment is actually the. Well, I mean, it's hard to say because the like my favorite moment is when I get a little break actually from the scary stuff. So when I see when I see the skateboard and when I see the door, I'm like, okay, cool, this is just fine. This is this is this is this is a little <laughs> respite from this from the terror. Um, just generic generic objects. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that for the horror aspect of it, I like the squeaky swings because those have always that's always scared me in in my in my life. Like abandoned playground imagery and stuff. Um, okay, so you're at the playground, right? Mm-hmm. You're at the playground, and you ask Parker if uh, she <laughs> wants you to push her on the swing, and she says, "No, no, Dad, uh, Shelly's doing that for me." Um, what do you do? Well, <laughs> and she starts <laughs> and she starts moving. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I run and grab her immediately, and just fucking hightail it to the car. Go to the liquor store immediately. <laughs> take Parker in. Uh, we, we slam some booze or I do. And I oh, know I can't do that because I have to drive home. Well, I guess I, I, I get home and then we'd say, we'd never talk about Shelly again. You have really good, great, uh, parental instincts. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your child to go to the liquor store <laughs> while driving. <laughs> hey man, whatever gets rid of Shelly out of our lives, we're, we're definitely in less danger. Can I pick the less creepy name for a ghost? Seriously, that is really bad. It's an old, like woman that would like <laughs> yeah we gotta write a movie script with shelly the ghost that's pretty shelly fucking scary yeah all right so what's your highlight uh the title card i, I with the the hand with the flame yeah it's so cool with it's the very, with the mask that cool. lights up and the, yeah yeah i love it so much i like the colors too i like the way it goes from the like, the fire to the blue like makes it cold and scary um my least favorite is uh, no, no, no doubt about it. That ventriloquist dummy. I can't handle it. I mean, that's like a love hate for me. It, it really scares me. But I would say that my least favorite part is the fan. I just don't understand okay. it. I, I, it's just to me that is the only shot in the whole thing that doesn't really make sense or kind of like, you know, make me feel any sort of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But w- w- based on what you were saying, like you liked where you got a little break. It's like we have the biggest scare of the, the opening credits, in my opinion. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's cool off. Here's That's true. That's a good point. It gives you a little break. But it, but it also like they could have given me a break with something that still fits the kind of spooky vibe. I just don't understand the fan. The fan just kind of perplexes me. So I don't I don't like it. So what you're trying to say is you're not the biggest fan of the fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> no pun intended. But if I if I could replace it, you know, I'll tell you what I would replace it with. So, anyways, that, that, that's coming up. Coming up. You mean uh, in this next segment, it's coming up? Uh, yes, I think so. I think so. What why, is why this you, next segment? What is uh, what is it? Are you afraid of the dark? I mean, sorry, wrong question. I sorry, I was looking at my cue cards here. Uh, would these credits be better with a lion? <laughs> no, you were waiting for it. See, I was watching you. <laughs> you don't have to growl. What I love is that. Okay. <laughs> what I love is that the people listening obviously can't see you, but you <laughs> always do like the claws and come at the camera at me. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Just play the you part. Have, you you don't have to go. You're full like uh. You go full Wizard of Oz lion on me. <laughs> Come on. Put him up. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Oh, jeez. If I were the king of the forest. Man, you, you, you do Tower of the Lion pretty good. I got to give you props on that. Put him um, up. <laughs> I'll have you know that I played the Tin Man in multiple reductions of the Wizard of Oz growing up. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah? Well... When I used to be a, a baseball umpire for youth baseball, every once in a while, my buddy would bet that's me. Like, that's actually like the water boy, right? No, just just listen. It's just going to come full circle here. So, okay. Uh, I was an asshole, you know, like high school, college kid, and I'm umpiring little kids' games. And my buddy would bet me to do a tin man strikeout when a kid struck out. So if a kid, like, took a tall third strike, I would go, like, I would walk like the tin man and then punch him out. And say like strike three, like an asshole. Like I would literally say, do the Tin Man, do the Tin Man punch out. So I'm just like fucking humoring my friends, striking out little what kids. What an asshole! I know, How old I know. Kids, they're like fucking ten years old. Oh my god, <laughs> you son of a bitch! I know, I know. So, anyways, what were you were the Tin Man in a play? Well, I was an asshole, <laughs> Tin Man, <laughs> striking kids out. Wow, it's so revealing the adults we turned out to be based on those two stories. <laughs> Anyways, Max, our axe killer, would these credits be better with a lion? Yes, they would be better with a lion. I, for my own personal sake, I could use uh, a lion to lighten the mood a bit. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, make me a little bit less scared, maybe. And I'd say maybe just put like a lion on one of those swings, having a good time. Oh, just, that's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah, he can be he can be having a, a push from Shelly. <laughs> now, is Shelly a lion? Oh, a little ghost lion. Shelly the cute ghost lion. Okay, that's, that's then we're like Care Bears territory here. It's getting all yeah, cutesy, cutesy. yeah, I like it. I'm turning the whole show around. So I'm going to go more in the in the in the vibe of the show. I'm going to replace the fan that I hate with like a lion, like figurine, almost like a because I know the show was big on like um, getting objects that are cursed and stuff. So I would replace the fan with like a cursed lion statue or figurine Ooh, or, right. or or knickknack okay. or something that's okay because I'm, I'm all about you know keeping the authenticity and and the vibe of this of this shit you know i don't like to steer off the path i love it good pick. that's my line um let's move on to so, some treats that i have for you first of all i just want to play a quick bit of the ending theme from the oh, show okay because okay. it's it's this theme song but it's a little bit faster paced more rockier right and from what i remember like it just it just shows shots of the show you just watched right yeah yeah little screen grabs
I love it. This is good Halloween party music. You know what I mean? If you're having yeah. like a, if you're having a costume party and everyone was drinking, having a good time, play that like on the soundtrack. That's good. I like it. Yeah, you have to be dressed up in like a cheesy like Frankenstein with the bolts <laughs> for that song though. It can't right. be anything like it. It's got to be super generic. Totally, totally. Like you're you're in a like in a sitcom scene where it's taking place at a Halloween co- party <laughs> and you're a background actor. Right. And and there can't be any like intellectual properties. Right. It's got to just be generic. It's like Roseanne when they did their Halloween specials. It would be like, like the party they did in the background going like kind of just dancing like this. Like <laughs> a guy dressed as a banana. Right. <laughs> yeah. Our dad that's just like a, ho- a hobo. Right, exactly. Yeah, umpire. <laughs> <laughs> tin man umpire umpire doing the tin man walk to punch a kid out okay so i found this that's it's in a there was i guess an original pilot version of this of the show that okay. had, had a different theme hmm. and i found it interesting hey i have to find it because this was on uh art of the title which we've talked about great site time on this great, yeah. site. great opening credits and credit sequence site so this was the pilot Yeah, similar vibe. Similar, yeah. Yeah, a little, little different. It, I think the sound effects in the one that they that we did is makes it way more, you know, scary. I agree. And so they also has been a recent reboot of this show. Yeah, I, I heard about that, but I, I have you watched it or anything? Or I haven't seen anything about it. I'll have to check it out. But um, here's a little bit of that version. Oh, it's a yeah. They, they kept the kids laughing. Thank God. Now, hearing that one, it definitely sounded more like strings, like cellos and violins and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot more subtle. They don't keep. They don't bring the two in tune in as much. Um, okay, I've got two little treats for you. Two covers of this uh, theme. This first one is a metal cover. By the way, we post all of these clips on uh, creditscorepodcast dot com in our Apple's note, Apple Podcast note, anywhere you, you want to find it. You know. You can click. Click, 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 click. That's what I like to say. That's what I always say. You, you all, you, you've been saying that since I've known you. Clickety, click, click, click. Yeah, it's my catchphrase. <laughs> Incredibly Bill and Ted. Right. That's totally, yeah. That's like a 90s whammy. I, I would like to do that for my cover band. We we, should, we could play that between songs. Be oh, cool. you got a, you got a cover band, huh? Yeah, you know I don't I don't like to talk about it too much, but uh, yeah, I have a cover band. For every episode of this podcast, all the Del Rays. Uh, we haven't played in a while, man. It's really it's really bumming me out. You know this this quarantine pandemic shit. But we'll get back together. Don't worry. I'll let everybody know. Hey, look, I, I hear some bars are open. If you guys want to go. <laughs> We're playing we'll in Florida play. actually next week, I think. You guys want to go catch the old uh COVID nineteen. It's a COVID nineteen Halloween special. For playing Jesse's girl. <laughs> Just so we can play a little uh little uh Jay Dials band for you, you know, a little centerfold. <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it. All right. This uh next one I have for you is a, just a little piano cover. Ooh. So this guy in this clip is sitting in front of a piano with all these candles on it, and it's terrifying. Oh, my God. 
Dude, if they okay, if they ever made a movie like an actual like adult scary are you afraid of the dark movie? It doesn't have to be adult, but you know, PG thirteen, open up with that, that'd be pretty I mean that would set the mood. What's that guy's name there? Um Eric M Music. How many how many views? Uh two point two K views. Okay, let's get let's get him some more views. I want I want people to see that. Set the mood yeah. for Halloween. Really get spooked out. Clickety click 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 click. That's right. That's Did I do so many clicks? Classic I always Mac. Move. Well, it's kind of your thing. You can do whatever you want. So, Okay, so this next one I have for you, sometimes I put these things in the notes and I forget what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so what I have it listed is rejected version, and in parentheses I put don't look, Gary. So apparently I didn't want you to see this beforehand. I didn't look. From what I remember, someone recorded their version of what the voc- like the, the sound should be. Got it. Okay. It's not a ukulele like you normally play for me? Okay. <laughs> no ukulele. Okay. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of what I was doing earlier. The best thing is that this clip is two minutes long. <laughs> I'm him just doing that. Yeah, and it's got six thumbs up and 12 downs. <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking earlier when you mentioned Tales from the Crypt that it, this these credits could use maybe the, the Crypt Keeper coming in at the end and going, are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> and like Kathleen laughing. <laughs> oh, that used to, the Crypt Keeper used to terrify me too. I used to watch all these stupid shows as a kid and like I knew they would scare me, but I'd still watch them and then I couldn't sleep. You're right. It's it's no wonder why you're you're so messed up now. It is. This is what gave me social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> oh god. Oh god, don't do that, Gary. All right. That's all I have for you. Oh man. We made okay. it through another spooky episode. We're killing spooky season. I I love it. It's fun. Now's the point of the podcast where we score these credits. This podcast is called Credit Score. We're scared and we score them. We're scared, we score them in scorantine. And we score them in uh, on a key drip scale. That has do, not oh, changed. Actually, what did we score them in? Oh, blood in, drips. Blood drips. Yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. That. Okay, oh, we'll man. do blood drips from now on. We have to go back and edit the Twilight Zone episode maybe for, for, for future listens. I'll just record over it. There you go. I'll just be like, blood- Gary, be like, Blood drips. <laughs> <laughs> we score in key blood drips. <laughs> All right. So this, yeah, you're right. It's, it's spooky season. So we score in blood drips um, as opposed to key drips. One through 10 scale. Uh, Max, this was your pick. So I'll let you go first. What do you, how many blood drips do you give these, uh, these, this opening song here? I give it, 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 it does. It serves its purpose. It sets the tone for the show. It terrifies me. The music's really good. Most of the visuals are very creepy. It was iconic to me, so I give it an 8.5. Wow. Blood drips. Yeah. This is really starting to get a little spooky because we tied last week on our score for for, uh, Twilight Zone, and I got to tell you, I had 8.5 blood drips in my mind this entire time because like, it's just a perfect opening song that sets the mood for this you know, it's also so quick. Like, yeah, it sets the mood in quick, such a short amount of time. Doesn't doesn't waste your goddamn time. Uh, and the, the title card is awesome. The feel is good. The, the visuals are awesome. I give it an eight point five two. Eight point five blood it. drips. Yeah, yeah. The only the only knock on it I ever have is that goddamn fan. 
get that fan out of there, and I might even give it a 9.5. But uh, 8.5 it is. So the final credit scare, credit score, score for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Question mark, opening, credits, 8.5 blood drips. There you go. We did it, man. Feels good. It feels good to just get full of fright. And, right uh, and yeah, exactly. Full of, and I'm I'm out of Trulies, I think. So I might have to, I have to find some rubbing alcohol or whatever to take, get me to sleep. Take your take your daughter to the liquor store, pick something up. <laughs> Off in the car, sweetie. Here we go. <laughs> grab grab Shelly. She can come along oh, for the ride. God. No <laughs> Shelly. No creepy doll. Oh, no, all right. None of that stuff. Thank you, everyone, as always, for listening to us. Please, please, if you love this show, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. It helps us out so much. Follow us on social media. We're Credit Score Podcast on Instagram. We're Credit Score on Twitter. We're Credit Score on Patreon. We have a Patreon. We'd love uh, your support. It helps out a little bit um, with some of the finances of putting out a podcast weekly. That'd be spectacular. Or however frequently we've been able to do it, but <laughs> right. know, re- regularly. <laughs> and also, we I've mentioned this numerous times before, but Credit Score has a spinoff podcast that I host with uh, the love of my life, not Gary. No. Unbelievable. Skyler. And we go through the end credit sequences to Bob's Burgers. It's called Bob's Credits. We're on social media. Follow us there. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's not scary like this episode was. And 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 my podcast, uh, my side one, uh, Gary's Gary's Gripes, is going to be launching <laughs> launching sometime in when I'm done griping about stuff. So stay tuned for that. I can't wait for Gary's gripe. Until then, until our next episode, Gary, where can people uh, follow you? Find you? Hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter at uh, Dudak Attack or GC Dudak on Instagram. That's 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 where that's where I'm at. That's where I be. And I'm uh, ruin my week on twitter and ruin underscore my underscore week on instagram and that's it i think for now that's all we've got how how do we want to take these folks out gary uh i think you should do more cowardly lion actually that's what i that's what i enjoyed the most from <laughs> put them up put them up <laughs> I'll fight you with my eyes closed. Why don't you say, are you afraid of the dark? And, and like, like, give it the narration it needed at the end when that match lights there. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> and then get scared and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Till next right. time, everybody. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Uh, stay spooky. <laughs> uh, good, good luck sleeping. Sorry please, for scaring you. Yeah, I would say, please, Parker, my sweet angel girl, do not do any of the stuff Max said. Please. I will give you updates, everyone, if Gary's <laughs> daughter starts talking to ghosts. It's not going to happen. All right, see you later. <laughs>